0: Secrets of a Dance Hit with Ridney. Welcome back, friends. Continuing season two of Secrets of a Dance Hit with a rave legend from the early 90s. I originally discovered his tapes as the hottest property, along with the likes of uh, Carl Cox at my secondary school. I was about 13 years old. These tapes have gone on to inspire my own journey with music and production. Uh, Over the years, he's had success as part of SL2, signing to XL Recordings alongside the Prodigy, T99, Liquid, Johnny L, Subliminal Cuts, and believe it or not, House of Pain. I didn't know that until I did a little bit of research. Some of his biggest records as part of SL2 include DJ's Take Control, Way In My Brain, The Noise, and of course, On A Ragged Tip. In more recent years, you can catch him playing a mix of rave and house DJ sets. I was incredibly lucky to play back-to-back in January for two hours, and we conducted this interview prior to lockdown in February this year, which was 2020. What an intro. This week's guest is known to his friends as Matt, but you'll know him as Slip Matt from SL2. Secrets of a dance hit. Ridney. Not only did he have success as a Happy Hardcore DJ as Slipmat, but you may also know him as one half of SL2 with DJ Lime. Slipmat, thanks for joining me this evening. How are you, sir?
1: I'm very, very well, thank you. Happy to be um, sitting here chatting with you as well. Thank you.
0: I wanted to ask you, rave culture and Happy Hardcore has been just so huge here on the South Coast over the last 20, 30 years. My memory is of mixed cassettes being passed around at my secondary school, and your Slipmat. Tapes were just the hottest in demand the whole time and <laughs> I just wanted to ask about your path into music and, and how your career's kind of gone over the years
1: it's, it's strange my background in music was always dance music from I remember from 10 years old scratching you know, I love soul music into my desk at school which was like you know sort of very dancey at the time Not certainly not pop music I had a love for reggae as well through my teens um, as soon as electro come out I was into the electro it was all, it was all basically dance music music and big bass and big, you know, loud, loud, loud yeah. sounds. I remember um, being a man at Lyme's house and he brought home Marshall Jefferson movie Body in, in 86. And well, he's it on the way home from work and then I'll pop out and he's like, Matt, listen to this. And he's like, oh, wow. Yeah. There was something different about it. I can remember it like clear as yesterday. There was something slightly different about that tune and it was like, oh, right, house music, yeah. And then we was sort of, you know, Farley Jack Master Funk yeah. and Steve Silk Hurley, Jack Body Come Out, I think, end of 86. Went to number one, actually, in the national chart. And So, so I was hooked, hooked on that. But the whole rave scene exploded in sort of 88, 89. And also, then the love for, you know, there's a big hip hop following in London as well, in the UK, I suppose. And, and then the UK sort of seemed to morph the two together. And you had that, you had that a good explanation would be sort of the shut up and dance yeah, yeah. sort of sound. You know, even ourselves, I suppose, with, you know, things like, um you know, even DJs Take Control was a huge hip hop um, breakthrough. Yeah, sample, yeah, you know. yeah,
0: yeah. When were you starting to make records then? At what point did you go from a record buyer to, to think, I actually want to put something together?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was probably a bit of a bit of an unusual one, really, even from a very early age. My my dad had this. He worked in the ship stores, and he had this a banging over some reel to reel. Came into the warehouse, and it was damaged, and they gave it to me, Dad, as a bit of a present. He brought that home, and I sort of took that over. Wow! <laughs> this banging over some reel to reel, you could record on. On two tracks, and then you could be on the other two tracks whilst listening to the other. Right. But he had this feature on it, so I was recording stuff on one side of this reel to reel, and then mixing in tracks on the other side. So I started learning learning how to mix on a reel-to-reel. Wow, that's such a skill to
0: do that. The amount of time and just getting that
1: right. Always had that in me right through the teens. And then 89, um, me and Lyme, we were sort of teamed up as sort of DJ buddies, you know, into the same music at school and all that sort of stuff. And um, in 89, we, we went down to a place called Noisegate Studios in New Cross, which was run by Mike West and Double Trouble. Mike West being um, Reverend MC yeah. at the time. Saved up the money, went down there, and ended up making our first tune, which was "Do That Dance" on um, come out on Beware Records. We managed to get a deal straight away, and that was just a a, a real sort of acid house tune. We took a sample of um, on Armando track, "Land of Confusion," which was the acid line, and then just built built track around it, and managed to get released in '89. Was like, hold on a minute, I <laughs> forgot that one out. It's like, wow, wow, that's amazing. So it
0: was very, you know, from from experimenting at home to getting in the studio, yeah. it kind of started to flow quite quick from there and I mean obviously you and Lime together have had huge success with the with the records you guys have made as SL2 yeah I mean it's
1: uh, t- sort of totally unplanned we, we were just into our underground music and I was just fascinated with, with everything you know before we went to the studio I had all these sheets of paper all stuck together and laminated with different colour lines of where what Sounds to come in first, and when we should mute wow. stuff and all that. i hadn't even really been to a studio before. I just sort of worked it all out in my
0: head. What an interesting way to approach, you know. Not mm. a lot of previous experience writing. To go, I've got it planned in my head already. What what I expect yeah. to get out of a studio session. That's amazing. It's sort of
1: all about that it goes back to the whole sort of visualization yes. thing, doesn't it? Really, you know, visualize what you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can get, and you can get it. So,
0: so with the, those certain records, did you already have an idea of all the samples you wanted to use, or did things Happen whilst in the studio or did it you know it just kind of you'd gone that far I mean I just think that's amazing
1: yeah I things, things sort of happened we always sort of knew what we wanted to what we what result to be but we knew roughly what we bought the outcome a, a really good example is DJ's take control we me and job me and line we both knew that we wanted to stick a heavy break beat with a big euphoric sort of um, breakdown thing and then come back in with a real if we had it in our own minds that that would absolutely smash it a rain dance if we if we could get it right, we made DJs take control. I remember the first time playing it, rain, rain Dance, and it was like, oh right, yeah, okay, that works. And then about a month later, or six weeks later, we played it at the next Rain Dance, and it just exploded. And we was like, I remember looking at John and thinking, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, which is incre- which is incredible. And and you know, those those records, especially ragged Tip, they're known today. And and I'm right in saying that there is a a new mix of Ragga Tip that's been used on a on a TV advert recently.
1: Is that Right? Yeah, we've had a few TV adverts and we've now got um, a deal with Virgin Media. And and
0: how does that feel to be, to flick the TV on and hear a record you made, you know, <laughs> quite a few years ago and, yeah. and it's totally used for a completely different purpose to what I'm sure you, guys, you know what I mean, you guys put together in the studio for a rave. It's sort of, that's, that's yeah. got to be
1: mad, right? Yeah, it's amazing. I wish it's like nearly 28 years ago now. So we've not, We've not actually even had to do anything, really, physically or anything, you know. And it's just, oh, um, you know, can we have your record for a year for our huge TV advert? Give you, give you some money.
0: So, okay. A huge thank you there, Slipmat. Thanks, man. Thank you for your time. And of course, Slipmat is one half of SL2 with DJ Lime. Uh, go back and check out their music over the years. Uh, absolutely incredible. Secrets of a dance hit with Ridney. Huge thanks to this week's guests and of course to you for tuning in. If you've missed any of the previous shows, they are available on Spotify or Apple or the usual providers. Just search out Ridney or Secrets of a Dance here, they should all pop up. And of course, don't forget, if you're feeling generous, uh, drop a donation into the Patreon, patreon.com slash ridney, and hopefully we can get some more artists on the show. And a big up, of course, to Carl Hannigan for all his amazing efforts on the show. Thank you, sir. And we will do it again soon. Till then, see ya.